You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by D.D. Donahue, Matt N., Al White, Charles, and Watch for Zombies. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. and thanks for joining us on the 202nd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. For today's discussion, The Wheel, O Terrors, has selected Underwater and the uh, recent Child's Play release from 2019. True. Yeah. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Uh, you'll find Underwater streaming on HBO Max, and Child's Play is up on Hulu and Prime Video, so make sure you check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. I was so excited to watch ch- watch Child's Play on my Blu-ray, because I <gasps> bought the Blu-ray last year, and like yes. you know how like you buy it, but then you don't watch it right away. It's just kind 100%. of been sitting there, completely sealed. <laughs> so it was really fun. I like got to unwrap it, and it was special. Oh, I love that. Yeah, That's so nice. fun. I bet it looked beautiful. It it looked great. It looked fantastic. But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Honeydew with a March fourteenth VOD. I'm sorry, March twelfth. Did I say 14th? <laughs> you did. Wow, that's not even one of the numbers there. <laughs> <laughs> a March 12th theatrical release and an April 13th VOD release. You know, it's because my my birthday is April 14th. That's why I said 14, by the way. Exactly. It's the only number that matters. Yeah. It's written and directed by Devereaux Milburn. It's their fir- first full-length film, and it's also written by Dan Kennedy. The IMDb summary is strange cravings and hallucinations befall a young couple after seeking shelter in the home of an aging farmer and her peculiar son. Whew. Whew. This trailer is intense. It is. Not to be confused with Honey Spider. <laughs> Very different than Honey Spider. <laughs> So this movie's How getting many of all our sorts listeners of the... actually remember Honey Spider? Oh my gosh, I don't know. That's what two that's years a ago. Throwback. It's yeah, more than two years, probably three. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of Carly's oh. favorite movies we've ever discussed of all time. Of all time. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, no, very different than Honey Spider. Um, I will say, uh, this looks terrifying. It does. This movie has also been getting um, a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of things about it because we have uh, young Spielberg in his film debut in this movie. Wow. Yeah. So it does look real spooky. It's got a lot, it like opens with a lot of horror tropes, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Mm -hmm. And then we get into just the weird. I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot of films kind of like this recently, except you know what movies have we seen recently where it's like kind of criminals go into like this old couple's house and then you know the old couple ends up being evil it's kind of like that but they're not criminals to begin with at least we don't think they are yeah well tbd tbd (laughs) tbd 
No, but, totally. Yeah, but it has that same kind of feel, you know, where, mm-hmm. you know, you think you're going into a nice old couple's house and then maybe not so much. Um, not a couple, but it's what a, a woman. There's another lady there in a wheelchair and then there's a son, I guess. Maybe the one in the wheelchair is the son. No, maybe there was also the a son. young man that oh, we saw. I, I missed that, apparently. No. I probably didn't. I don't know. It it looks creepy for sure. Want to see it. Yep. It, it looks super creepy. Yeah. And I didn't get the cravings part from the trailer except for that that one part where they're eating weird meat it looks like. Um and it looks like we might get some good body horror for you. Yes. I think it's going to be a fun one. It's my faves. Yeah. Awesome. I'm into Wonderful. it. I want to check Same. it out. Same. Sounds great. <laughs> so so Devereaux Milburn is a Spielberg? No, no, no. Um oh. the 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 guy in it. Is, oh, the main guy. Uh, Steven Spielberg's son. Oh, yeah. I just assumed it was a director. No. Actor. Okay. Acting. Oh, I know. Uh, Sawyer Spielberg is his name. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, yeah. can't wait. Everyone check Same. out Honeydew Trailer. I don't feel like it shows too much. I feel like it's good. It's good. Yeah, I don't think it shows too much either. Right. I'm still intrigued. Yes. Very intrigued. All right. Well, let's just get this ball rolling. What are we kicking um, it off with today, Carly? We are talking about one of my favorite films from last year. <laughs> Though I didn't see many, but I still love this one so much. Underwater uh, from 2020. Directed by William Eubank, who also directed The Signal. Uh, written by Brian Duffield, uh, who did The Babysitter and Love and Monsters, as well as Adam Kozad, uh, who did The Legend of Tarzan and Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The IMDb summary is a crew of oceanic researchers working for a deep sea drilling company try to get to safety after a mysterious earthquake devastates their deep water research and drilling facility located at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. <laughs> that was so much. That was so many words. Do you need to like, catch your breath after that I didn't summary? <laughs> I do. Jeez. Whew. She's Louise. Surprised I didn't stumble any over any of those <laughs> those words there. Fantastic job. Fantastic. This is What did you think about cuz obviously like I loved it. I've been pushing for us to do this movie, but as a fan of mm-hmm. or not a fan of monster movies, how did you feel? She hated it. Did I you hate it? I, I did okay. not. I did not hate it, nor did I say I hated it. I was just <laughs> quiet because I was trying to figure out the best way to approach an answer to that. <laughs> hate is certainly not it. Okay, good. Uh, I don't out? consider this like a monster movie. This is, to me, it's like an alien movie. It totally is. And they even yeah. use some alien uh sounds in it which was super I mean, exciting it just basically just was like watching alien but under the water did you like it how did you feel about it is the question i enjoyed my time with it okay but i don't know if that means i like it or not okay like i didn't hate it i sure. enjoyed watching it yeah uh but i was expecting it to be for how much you liked it i thought that the story would be clearer and i don't know if it it's me uh and maybe i need to rewatch it but i 
I feel like a lot happens, but I can't tell it happens. And like, like I have to be told what happens a lot of the time. Gotcha. And I don't like that. It's like a very action-y movie from beginning to end. It's like constant action. Yeah, we jump right in. For everything I'm seeing happens, like it's weird that they have to explain to me what happens when I'm watching it. Sorry, my voice, my body just made a weird sound. <laughs> it wasn't like a burp, it was like, but it was yeah. like a gurgle in my mouth. Uh, I apologize about that. Um, but I just feel like I'm constantly being told what the actions are when I should be able to tell what the actions are because I'm watching the actions. And so that's, that really kind of bothered me. Like when someone would die and then someone has to explain to me how they died. Like, that's weird. I, sh- I just watched them die. You shouldn't have to explain how they died, but they still did because I had no idea how they died. <laughs> I don't think in that kind of pressure, it's weird to state that like, oh, we didn't know his helmet was on. So he literally fucking exploded when the door opened. Um, I think that makes sense. But I also understand what you're saying. The a other of- one, he got torn through his suit. Like, I like just yeah. make it apparent what happened. And then you don't have to, like... But it's a lot of it's just, like, blood explosion because you can't really see that. I guess. I wanted like more. The blood explosion. It, it moves too fast. I didn't get to see it. Like, the fun, scary, gory stuff, I didn't get to enjoy it. <laughs> There's a lot of fun, scary, gory stuff. Mm, is there? I think so. It happens too fast and then it's over. I didn't get to like enjoy it. <laughs> oh, but you hear it and you see it. Uh, and Kristen Stewart, um, who I am, who I have a love hate um, feeling about, did nothing for me in this movie. See, I actually really liked her in this movie. Mm. Um, I think that I don't know. I her she. She very much worked for me in this movie. Mm. Um, I do get what you're saying about like necess- like the story and things like that. A lot of the things, this is one of those movies where a lot of our backstory is told in the opening and then even again in the closing um, sequences. And like in the opening credits, we kind of learn where we are and what we're doing there and... Um, it's kind of like little hints are dropped throughout the whole thing. Apparently, there's like, I didn't really look too much into this, but apparently there's also like a whole other section of lore that they kind of completely removed from the movie that is hinted at when Kristen Stewart is alone in the section of the bunker thing that nobody is in where she finds out that the captain's daughter is dead. Um So, yeah, there's, like, a lot of layers here, which I think is what I really like about it. Um, We don't necessarily know when we are until the end of the movie. I think we find out we're in 2050. Um, There's just – there's so much to unpack, and I think that's what I really like about it. Sure. I don't fault anyone for liking this. I like this movie. I just don't – I think if you're going to be, you're basically going head to head with Alien with a movie like this. You're going to be compared to Alien. They knew they were going to be con- compared to Alien because they had a bunch of homages to Alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 
down to the suit, the yellow suit, and just, like, the little alien creature thing. I, I, if you're gonna, if you're setting your film up to be compared to Alien, it better fucking step up to Alien. And I just don't think it, it does. See, that's kind of where I feel like it was definitely inspired by Alien, but I also feel like it was more so um, Lovecraftian. Like, that's where it obviously, like, fucking Cthulhu is legitimately at the end of the movie, um, which this is his first film debut, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I also found it really interesting that there's, like, a lot of parallels to um, Alice in Wonderland that they did. Um which I thought was really like I totally did not even see that, but like apparently Paul's chest tattoo is the Cheshire Cat. Um, there is a Queen of Hearts playing card early in the film, and then the uh, T.J. Miller, like the little stuffed bunny that he's carrying around, mm-hmm. um, was supposed to be real. And so I think <laughs> that's what it wasn't. No, me too. But that's what's so, like so funny is because they're like, like. I was like, is this a joke that he's like being so delicate with it and he's like being very cautious of like where it is and it's like almost like weirdly endearing, but also that this guy's crazy. And then to find out that it was supposed to be real just makes me laugh. I think at the end when John Gallagher Jr. is like in the pod getting ready to go up, you can kind of see a glimpse of the bunny and it's actually a real bunny. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> that was part was really funny to me <laughs> so wait when they were filming it they thought it was going to be like cgi a real bunny no so they actually um there are shots that they filmed with this like stuffed bunny but then there's also a bunch of like b-roll with a live bunny um that <laughs> so I, I don't know weird. if it's on the dvd but like so like these were like practice shots i guess but then those were the ones that they ended up using in the movie all right. I think it's so funny. <laughs> we have an honorable corgi mention in here. It's true. Yeah. Because uh what Emily has a corgi, right? She does. Um I wanna know how Kristen Stewart keeps this smoky eye throughout the film. Like, I don't understand how her eye makeup holds up to all of this stuff she's going through even at the end she takes a shower when she gets to that second place by herself does does your eye makeup come off when you take a shower and you don't soap up mine doesn't yes it will drip down my face i'm jealous mine just stays where it is it stays exactly where it is and looks better when you come out of the shower than when you went in Honestly, sometimes, sometimes I actually Come get a smoky on, eye look Carly. and then I'm like, I need to go to bed and then I have to take That's out some Disney princess shit. That's <laughs> no. not real human shit. It just seems I'm really bad at putting on my no. makeup. Is no, that is not what it means. That's not what it means. It means you buy like some kind of fancy like waterproof shit. I don't. What I don't even know what I use, but it's How not waterproof. How does that not happen then? Mac. I will just literally like six hours into my day, no moisture, my eye makeup will be all over my face. I don't know. I don't wear a ton of it. I just do a little under eye eyeliner and some mascara. Okay. Well, Kristen Stewart has way more than that on. <laughs> she does. It's a lot I of, don't know. It's a lot of eye makeup. I never questioned the eye makeup. You need to question it. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. 
I'll have to go back and check that out. Um, sorry, go ahead. And then how are you going to start this movie with a Kristen Stewart voiceover with that music? How like that was intentional, right? Yes. I, mean, I have that's no idea. Some Twilight shit extreme. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. How? I did not even think about How? that. Starting your starting your film off with Kristen Stewart voiceover and music is every Twilight movie. She's our lead actress. It's probably a couple other movies too. <laughs> I can't think of any other movies with Kristen Stewart where it starts off with her voiceover. I'm that's, sure there's that's some Twilight shit, one. Carly. I can't. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> that's just a movie thing. Also, someone picks up Kristen Stewart at like the beginning of the movie. I think it was Rodrigo is like picking her up. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. And she weighs like zero pounds. And he's making this sound like she's the heaviest person he's ever picked up in she's his life. She's dense. She's got some muscle on her. He's like, oh, and I'm like, she weighs 40 pounds. You're fine. <laughs> you got this, buddy. You can do it. Um, apparently they had Andy Muschietti uh, offering advice and tips regarding horror elements. Mm -hmm. Which does it show? I don't know, but I enjoyed them. I love how tense <laughs> this movie is. It's it is tense. It's it's relentless. Yeah. And I mean that is. in a good way. It's yeah. just like constant from like beginning to end action, nail biting, what's going to happen kind of shit. It's um, true. Has that going for it. If you like action packed films, this is not a boring one. That's for sure. I love also, and I'm sure a lot of people don't like this, but I love how dark the movie is. I love that we can see that like this is actually like underwater. Like it gives me the vibes that I'm like way farther in the ocean than I should be. And I don't, there's just, there's such a scary thing about being underwater and there being very limited visibility that like, especially when we get glimpses of these monsters or we get glimpses of Cthulhu, that it's like chilling and terrifying. Absolutely. I can agree with that. Although the sound that this creature makes is like, it's like, am I suddenly watching a Michael Bay movie? Like at the end <laughs> with the explosions and the boom. I wonder what, what the bass, what the sound boom. is. Yeah, it's a very like, <laughs> that's right. It's a very bassy sound. It's Michael Bay. It's Michael Bay or it's like, it's definitely like Transformery slash Marvel-y <laughs> sound effect. It is. I wonder if they use that from the backlogs. Definitely. <laughs> Throw it in there. <laughs> also, do see... Now, I know that, like, whales make sounds and, like, sing and things. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say it's ridiculous to think that this creature would make sounds. Uh, but I also think it's... But I do think it's fair to say it's ridiculous that this creature would make these sounds. I mean, I don't think so. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> My sea knowledge. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, Werner Herzog's, I think it's called Encounters at the End of the Earth or no. something like that? 
Um, so it takes place in Antarctica and there's, it follows kind of, um, a bunch of different people doing, well, obviously him, like encountering these different people who study different things. And there's actually a part, um, where they, they come across, I don't know if they were sea lions. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it actually, it sounds like these weird synthy noises. It's very interesting. Um, and so like this doesn't sound far off from from that. Like really these, those they notes make were like much hissy, higher. like weird like the just the how quickly their sound travels. Like legitimately like Feels... he described it as like like almost like it doesn't sound like there's no beat, so it doesn't really sound like dance music, but like something like a synthesizer would make. Um it it does. It does sound like that. It's I really interesting. Like, the, like how quickly the sound travels to travels yeah like it doesn't sound aquatic in terms of like i mean there's a hearing things underwater sounds different than hearing them you know not underwater they don't (laughs) the sound doesn't travel the same underwater as it does um not underwater You can still hear things underwater, though. Yes, but it's not so instantaneous. Like it's like I don't know. Like this, the way it 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 just doesn't seem realistic to me. How quickly I can hear it. Well, this is also a movie where there's Cthulhu in there, and I feel like having that delay would not be as effective. It wouldn't. I mean, if you like, if it looks like the sound, the audio is off, I feel like that would be more distracting to me. Like that didn't bother me at all. It doesn't even feel like they're underwater half the time because of it, though. Like to me. Yeah. Like it took away from me remembering that they're underwater. Gotcha. That makes sense. That part didn't bother me. It's fine. I mean, (laughs) it didn't really bother me either. I just feel like this. I, I don't know. I just. I, I, think, I think it just depends because like sound – I think sound travels – correct me if I'm wrong. I think sound travels faster underwater than it does in – out of out of it. Does it? Um. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Um. But, you know, it, it also hits you a little bit differently. It, I don't know. <laughs> Science. I haven't looked it up. <laughs> If we don't need to get into the science of it, we're not scientists and we don't claim to be. Um, <laughs> but I think it does. I like from what I remember, I'm pretty sure that it does. I I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I think it's I would fine. just rather watch Alien, though. It's enough like Alien that I would think I would just watch Alien if I wanted to watch a movie like this. Gotcha. For I me, would... personally. Yeah. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. But like, this is, it's fine. It's good. It's action packed. It's fun. I just, I don't think it's like amazing. I love them both, but I really do love this movie. Okay. It's fair. Fair, fair. I didn't like how Rodrigo died so quickly. I liked him. He was my favorite character and he was just dead. I I think they all die in the order that she meets them. Yep. That's accurate. Um, except for John Gallagher Jr., who had suit Lucky 13. There and had go. his boss girlfriend who carried her, him on the ocean floor. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Emily. She needed to get home to her corgi. I understand the motivation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kristen Stewart didn't do it for me in this one. I liked her. Her blandness worked for me in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I believed it. Did she have a personality? No. Yeah. Of course she'd be so chill because it's Kristen Stewart. It's It's fine. (sighs) She's just very concerned about getting the captain back to his kid that doesn't exist. And like the scared reactions were like I was having uh, Twilight flashbacks. With the faces, uh, the face acting of (laughs) fright. (laughs) She channels things. She she digests things internally. We can't see them. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. It's good. I'm glad you got to watch it twice. I can't believe you watched it twice. Oh, I did. I watched it twice. I watched it. I fell asleep to it last night, so I didn't get to watch like the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. All All right. right. I also, can I just like, I know that I say this every time, but like, I love John Gallagher Jr. He's great. He's like so What's great. What's not to like? I I just love him so much. I want to see him in more things. It would have been nice if he was like more, I feel like the acting is just like almost non-existent in this movie. I mean, they're in suits half the time. T.J. Miller is like literally the only person doing anything. It's true. Which and when he, he dies, does. I'm like, well, I guess, I guess there goes our only character with the we personality. <laughs> That's it. I guess you know we got. I guess um, Emily has Emily has is. a good personality too. Yeah. Um, TJ, I thought T.J. Miller was a, was a great addition. Although I'm not like a huge fan of his in general, uh, I think he did a great job in this. Uh, I found him usually those types of characters I find really annoying, but because he was like carrying the entire movie with only his personality showing. Uh, <laughs> I think it helped. A lot. I agree. I usually am not a fan, but I mean, I liked him also. Uh, although he was a little, no, he was too much in Cloverfield. Um, too much in Cloverfield. But also, it was just like whatever because we don't see him. Um, but I, I thought he did great in this. I also liked him in this. Yeah. It's it, funny, funny comments throughout. Yeah. He said a lot of good things. Okay. Yeah. Ready to move on? Let's do it. Yes. What's next? We're going to talk about Child's Play from 2019. It's directed by Lars Klevberg, who we previously discussed when we spoke about his film Polaroid, if you don't remember that, Carly. I do. (laughs) Uh, It's written by Tyler Burton Smith. The IMDb summary is a mother gives her 13-year-old son a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. So we have not discussed... I don't want to say we haven't discussed any of the Child's Play movies because I think we have discussed one of the newer ones. Really? Once Upon a Time when we first started. Oh, I think. Oh, I don't even remember. Not the most recent one, but the one before the most recent one. Okay. I think it was like four years ago. Don't remember which one it was. But Me I will either. say I would know. I know we discussed that, if not briefly. Um, but otherwise, we haven't discussed any of the other Child's, Child's Play movies at all. So it's kind of funny that we're doing this one first. (laughs) Although I will say I love this movie. Absolutely love it. I love love it. Um, And it's polarizing. Some people do not like this movie. 
to them, I say, why? Why? <laughs> it's so fun. This movie was one of the most fun times I had in theaters in 2019. It was so much fun in the theaters. It I had was a blast. Same. In the theaters watching this. I was on and the edge of my seat. I was laughing. Same. And I went in judgy AF. Yes. Because let me tell you, when I saw the shots... The pictures that came out of Chucky prior, I was like, "Oh, really? we were we were talking shit about it on the show." Do you I remember? Was like, That's what we did with him. Yes. Yeah. And we... then, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say, I remember when like the trailers came out and like all the the stuff came out about it. We were talking shit on the show. Lots of shit. Yeah. And then, like within two minutes, I was like old news loving it <laughs> like sign me up i'm on board and so i good. i love aubrey plaza and i think she does a great job in this role as she a does, young like mom being, being aubrey plaza but like as a mom absolutely very cute. absolutely <laughs> it's very cute um i don't really know what's not to like about it i don't know why anyone wouldn't like this i don't I, either I don't get it Al Please White, I don't understand you. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal, Al? I mean, the you only thing like I fun? can think of is like the only thing he doesn't like fun <laughs> part of it. No, I just don't think like I, the only thing I can think of to why someone wouldn't like this is because they're just a child's play purist. I could hear someone say like, but why can we just call it something else? And to that, I would say, sure, call it whatever you want. It's still yeah. a good movie to me. I can see that. Um, because we're not possessed. It's like literally he's like learning all this shitty stuff because he's a little bit broken. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but I that's what I loved about it. Because it wasn't it was it was definitely more of a reboot. It mm -hmm. wasn't a remake. It's it's taking this idea and making it its own. Yeah. And expanding on that and making it modern. Yeah. And holy cow, when they're sitting there watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, I'm like <laughs> I love that he learns to be cheesy AF and to murder, but from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Absolutely. And what it's better so movie good. to learn from right? than TCM2? Uh, and I love so like good. the kids talking during TCM2 when they're watching it, because that's mm -hmm. exactly what a young kid watching a horror movie with their friends sounds like. That's how like, it what? happened. That wouldn't happen. Because <laughs> they're fucking scared and that's what they're saying. To sound cool in front of their friends, but they're scared. So good. So perfect. Oh, I loved it. I loved that whole scene. Not okay with Doreen dying. Not <gasps> okay with Mickey Rooney dying. I Mickey was Rooney, the real cat. sad. Or real Mickey Rooney either, but he's not in this movie. Yeah, I, I left the room when that happened because I was like, I know, oh shit. I was like, I know this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, it is bad. Yeah. And... When Doreen, I couldn't remember if she died when I was like watching mm -hmm. this, when I was rewatching it. And mm -hmm. I was very sad. I was like oddly like disappointed. Yeah. That's a little died. heartbreaking. Yeah. I feel so bad for Detective Mike. Yeah. Me too. I love Doreen. Like, wa watching him kill the douchey dude. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Shane. Shane. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Like, that was, all, like, fun, you It know? was perfect the way they did it, too. Or, like, yeah. 
Shane gets out of the car and he has, of course, he has two little girls and a wife and what a D-hole. Of course, he has a whole other family. Asshole. Seriously. He sucked. We knew he sucked. And so, like, it's a it's a nice progression because at first, Chucky's awesome. We love Chucky. We love watching the montage of him, like, hanging out with Andy and playing and the Andy makes friends because of him. And it's like a really nice story. And it becomes progressively more and more creepy as Chucky learns these things he's not supposed to be able to learn how to do. Yeah. Because the person who made him was depressed and upset. <laughs> like, it's like, it feels so realistic. It's, it's like, like the it's like the animators that slip in inappropriate things yes, into Disney movies. Yes. It's, Except for, like, in a doll that's sold to children. It's wonderful. It's so smart. I think it's really smart writing. I do, too. And I love that it starts small, where yes. he, like, swears. And it's like, right. I don't think you're supposed to do that. Right. And I yeah. love that it's like, oh, he connects to the cloud. And that's kind of, a, like, another thing that opens. And it also makes it very modern, where he's connected to all of these appliances. Yeah. I mean, what's the first creepy thing he does is just, like, kind of stare at Andy, right, while he's sleeping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. He's like, can we play? And it's like, dude, you got to chill sleeping, out. Sleeping, bro. Uh- <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, in the theater, it hit less hard watching it at home. But in the theater, when after he kills Mickey Rooney and Andy's sleeping and he's just standing in the corner, staring at him, making the sounds the cat made when it was dying. Yes. That is fucking brilliant. Like, that <laughs> whoever is like wrote that scene nightmare fuel. is fucking brilliant because that's the scariest shit I've seen in a long time. See, it's like fucked up, like legitimately yes. super messed up. He's a little boy, murdered his cat, and then he makes the sounds that his cat made dying. It's awful. Oh my God, it's so scary and 100% awesome. would have chopped that doll's head off immediately. <laughs> so terrifying throw him in a thing of throw him in the bathtub i mean i thought i thought it was great i have oh, no great. complaints about this movie i love it Me i either absolutely love it it's so disturbing there's so many parts that are like so messed up like when he's wraps the freaking watermelon <laughs> with the face in christmas wrapping paper and gives it to doreen <laughs> What? Who thinks of that? It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. oh, man. And the whole shit show that is the end is just yes. beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Great. It's it's. I think it's very well written. The characters are very well written. We care about our characters. We like our characters. Mm-hmm. Important. I don't dislike anyone in this movie except Shane, you know, and I think that's yeah. the intention. So that's good. <laughs> totally. It's there's just such a good flow. Um, you believe the relationship between the mom and the kid. You understand where it starts to get a little rocky with when Shane disappears or Shane dies. And then I love the scene where she walks in on him smashing the TV. Yeah. Because it's like you can totally understand where she's coming from. Sure. You know, like that's just like such a hard Absolutely. 
It's just so good. Yeah, everyone, everything everyone's doing makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Except for the only thing that doesn't is when, um, what's the neighbor's name? Doreen? No, her son. Detective Mike. Thank you. Detective Mike <laughs> is when he just kind of barges in and like a, like randomly haphazardly handcuffs uh, him at the end. Well, he thinks he has something to do with the murder of Shane. Yes. Not the murder of Shane with Doreen because he sees the wrapping paper. Oh. Um, oh, I guess both. Well, it's but... got Shane's face on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of just awkward how he just like handcuffs him without like m- reading him his Miranda rights and he's alone. It's just like that's... Well, a... he's a child. I mean, he was just handcuffing him because he thinks that he has something to do with the murder of his mother. No, no, I he's understand that. Acting it's just That's the only thing that's like weird to me. And sh- like the mom's trying to be like, Mike, tell me what's going on. And he's like... Just leave me alone. Shut up. I don't know what he says, but he doesn't answer her. He doesn't give her any answers when technically he would have to because he's got. But anyway, wow. that's neither here nor there. That's the only he's thing. He's not that doing I was like, right cop shit, but he's also like it makes sense what he's yes. doing while he's why he's doing it. No, totally. Yeah. Um, But everything else I'm just in love with. I like Fallon, too. The the his little friend. Yeah. She's such Both a little badass in the during the. uh the what I call the Zedmart massacre. <laughs> She's like taking care of everybody, killing killing dolls left and right. Yeah. And then they're like, I'm gonna follow her. Yep, let's follow her. <laughs> she just doesn't give a fuck. Nope. She's on it. She's she so is. good. And the in the end, they're just like, We don't take any responsibility for what happened at Zedmart. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because that's what <laughs> would happen for sure. And you're like, yep, that's about that sounds about right. I do like I like his friends and I like how his friends are like fairly realistic, like there for him until he starts acting squirrely. And then they're like, mm, you're acting crazy. But then when he needs them they they come back. It's nice. Yeah, that is very nice and realistic where they're like, man, fuck that kid. And then they're like, oh, shit, he's actually in trouble. Like, yeah, we got to we got to save him. So Don Mancini, who as we know, is the creator of OG, OG Chucky, OG mm-hmm. Child's Play, uh, was not involved. And and basically he, along with a lot of the other main players of this film, basically expressed no interest in it. Um, and I wondered if that stands clear. Will they? Did they ever watch it or did they maybe change their mind after seeing it? Because I don't think that they do any discredit to the original um i don't know it's to me it's uh, it seems very similar to the suspiria remake where it's like fuck the remake (laughs) the original uh you know creators are maybe not as interested in the rebooting of it um but to me this is like i don't know i guess it could it's hard to watch your film get rebooted but it's done to me it's just done in such a good way yeah that it doesn't take anything away from the original it's nothing really like the original yeah i don't think it takes anything away i think um especially if especially if they had like a chance to be involved but you're right like i haven't heard like tom holland speak to it i haven't heard any of of uh feedback yeah. i guess from the original creators so it it is interesting um i'd be curious to know what they 
think of it. I mean, they don't have to like it. I can understand them being like, oh, it's a little weird. You know? Sure. But then I think of like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like actors, especially because I know Jennifer Tilly was like not interested in... (laughs) in hearing about it or being involved in it and I just I wonder like I don't know I feel like I'm seeing a lot where actors are getting upset um at reboots not that necessarily these actors are but I just I I feel like I don't know I I know it's like a studio thing right because the studio has the rights and so it doesn't matter what the original creators or the original people involved in some a project feel about it I yeah. don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just like, I don't know. I just think it's an in, it's an interesting uh, thing that we care, uh, I guess. I think so, too. Um, I It's like I get it because obviously, like, you put, you know, your heart into something over X amount of years, especially with, like, how many sequels were made. But I think that's kind of the thing that's interesting to me is that there are so many sequels and there have been so many sequels and they get more and more ridiculous as you go on. That it's interesting to me that someone would be offended to take an idea and then also, like, put a modern spin on it, you know? And it it hasn't been that long since, like, a Child's Play original sequel has come out. Right. So, like, what, 2017? You had Cult of Chucky in 2017? Yeah. This came out two years later? Yeah. So... I mean, I don't I don't know that we needed to have the same name. Sure. It could have been called something else. I don't know. I think it's fine because it's, it's like a re- it's a reboot. It's not sure. trying to be the original. You know what I mean? It's not. But that's why, like, why does it need to have the same name, I guess? Because it's Chucky and we <laughs> all know Chucky and Chucky sells tickets. It's true. <laughs> It's true. And if it was called something else, it would have, I think, lessened it a little bit because it would have just felt like some kind of weird copy. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are the original dolls uh, called in the original movie? Do you remember? Uh, the good know. guy dolls. Good guy dolls. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if they could have done something with that, like good, like a homage to the original by calling it like good guy dolls. That's a stupid name, though. Yeah. <laughs> and we know. <laughs> we would know. It's a stupid name, period, for dolls. We'd be sitting on this podcast going, why didn't they just fucking call it child play? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, this conversation's pointless, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Carly. Thanks for pointing it out. Just trying to find things to talk about, all right? I really enjoy this movie. I like it. I have no complaints. It's so Zero. good, and it's an hour and a half long. It's perfect. It's perfect runtime. I am a big fan. <laughs> Both of these films moved really quickly. Yeah. Action-packed, fun to watch. They're so fun. It was a good week. It was a it good was. week for movies. The wheel, was... <laughs> the did, wheel not did not fail good. us again. Thanks, Wheel. All-knowing Wheel of Terrors. The Wheel gets it. So, Carly, tell me. What have you been doing over there? What have you been watching? I've been watching things. Yeah? 
I've been watching a lot of things. So this week, um, just telling you a little bit, before uh, the American Cinematheque uh, has been doing a lot of really fun Q&As um, with, in association with Amazon Video um, and or Prime Video. I don't know. Whatever. Amazon Studios. That's it. Um, and so every night this week they've done different movies and so I've watched the movie and then watched or the Q&A and so I got to watch One Night in Miami uh, I got to watch um, Radioactive which is like about Mary Curie um, a movie called Herself and then tomorrow is Sound of Metal and then on Saturday is I'm Your Woman so, like, all these movies that I probably wouldn't have watched on my own. Are they mostly um, documentaries? No, they're – all the movies that I just named are all not documentaries. Oh, okay. Um, they're all, like – One Night in Miami is – oh, my gosh. That movie was so good. Um, it was, like – it's like based off of a play, um, and it's, like, a fictional telling of if um, – of a night where – Oh, my gosh. I'm going to forget someone's name. Uh, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke, Jim Brown, and Malcolm X um, are, like, in a hotel room and just, like, hanging out but also discovering, like, their roles or discussing their roles, like, in the civil rights movement. Hmm. Um, It was super good. And I would wanted to see it because I'm obsessed with Leslie Odom Jr. Um, And also our fella from – Fuck, what's that movie called? We literally just did it. Invisible Man mm. is in it. Um, he plays Jim Brown. And nice. it was just, yeah, it was super good. And then Mary Curie, the, that movie Radioactive was kind of like about her life. And it wasn't my favorite, but it was, you know, whatever. Um, and then the Herself is the movie that I watched yesterday. That one was really, really good. Kind of a drama movie um, about a woman who's like in an abuse, gets out of an abusive relationship in Scotland and then just like decides to build her own house because everything is so difficult to like just get into housing there because um, they're having a housing crisis. So like all these movies that because we have to watch movies every week, I probably wouldn't watch, but I like forced myself to watch so I could watch the Q&As. And I'm really grateful that I did because, nice. yeah, it's um, I'm really excited to see Sound of Metal. I've been wanting to watch that one. Very cool. Yeah. So that's I mean, I've just been watching movies all week. <laughs> nice. It's I've been, been watching wonderful. a lot, too. Tell me, tell me what. <sighs> well, I told you that i watched all of the avenger movies well what i thought was all of the avenger movies <laughs> but you missed one <laughs> i missed one so so carly and i have been both watching wandavision and so i wanted to like learn more about wanda and vision so i was like i'm gonna go back and i'm going to re-watch the avengers movies because i know that they're involved in at least some of the avengers movies so i watched avengers and then I hopped right on over to Avengers Infinity War, which I saw in theaters. And then I watched Avengers Endgame, which I never got to see. And then I watched, um, I went back and watched um, um, Captain America Civil War because I knew Civil War had to do with all of it. And then come to find out, I'm like, there's still something that's missing. Like, there's still a puzzle piece. Because I thought after I watched Civil War, like, all would make sense. Not a huge fan of Civil War, by the way. Very boring movie to me. Tony <laughs> liked it. Uh, 
um and i was like oh my god and tony was like what i'm like there's another avengers movie we totally fucking missed it i thought it was weird that it skipped from like 2012 to 2018 (laughs) like i didn't you're like that's a long gap yeah yeah so totally missed age of ultron so we need to go back and watch that and now i'm upset because we watched everything out of order and oh well it's fine so you gotta go, go back, back and, and do it again <laughs> and then i also watched um Impetigore, which was a, a late 2020 uh early actually it was a 2020 release in america like a wide release uh, do you know about Impetigore at all, Carly? No, I so don't it's think so. the same director that did Satan Slaves. So uh, it's Indonesian, um, ghosty kind of horror, kind of similar to Satan Slaves. Although um, I think Satan Slaves is scarier. I still really enjoyed this, uh, and I think you would like it too. We could put it on the wheel if you want. It's on Shutter. Yeah, because I would Satan watch Slaves it again. Is great. Yeah, so um, I watched that for fun. I watched a horror movie for fun. I love that. Which was great. Oh, what else? I watched Synchronic. What's that? Do I know what that is? You do. Synchronic is uh, the... Oh, yes. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. No, I know what it is. It's it's Justin Benson Benson. and Aaron Moorhead, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's their latest flick. Nice. And then we, you and I watched a movie. We did. I forgot. (laughs) We watched a movie. You might have heard us talk about it a couple weeks ago called Followed. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That movie. Drop the mic. Oh, my God. If you guys haven't seen Followed, I think you know what? That should probably be a a Patreon watch along film. I think that should be our next. Yeah, absolutely. Watch along. Because we're going to make you guys watch it. I think so. I think we should make people watch that. Uh, and then I've also, I watched, uh, there's a new TV show on, on Netflix called uh, Fate, the Winx Saga, <laughs> uh, which is like kind of like a angsty high school witchy kind of thing, even though they're fairies, not witches, but they're kind of witchy. They're fairy witches. They have fairy magic. Witches. Yes. Um very like kind of like harry potter-ish you know like there's a person who's been through trauma and doesn't know a lot about their past and they're super strong and learning about it and i mean it's like been done before but it's still fun to watch but apparently what i found out because i watched it knowing nothing about it other than that and uh apparently the winks is like a nickelodeon cartoon <laughs> amazing that makes me want to like, watch it more after our weird? time but like they remade it and made it darker um like completely different so i'm sure people who watched wings hate like it sabrina yeah they hate, probably hate it but it, i thought it was fun i think you might like it it's, I probably it's will. definitely a little bit more adult than i thought it would be but it's it's not adult but there's just moments where i'm like oh it's going a little bit outside of the like early teen tween kind of show that I was expecting. Yeah. Did you ever finish Sabrina? No, I haven't. I, I watched the first season. I really liked the first season and I got like halfway through the second season and then I stopped watching. Okay. Okay. Um, they, yeah. I cried at the end. Did you? Oh. I did. It made is, me. Is shed it a over tear. over? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It got canceled. 
So the last season was the last one. And they wrapped it up like it's a legit ending. Yeah, well, that's good. At least there's a legit ending. Yeah. Nice. Um, I started watching, um, just started watching Lucifer. Because I need a new, like, silly show to watch. And there's like five seasons of that. So that'll keep me busy for a little while, at least. I remember watching the first season when it came out. It, I now it's it's yeah, got five seasons, and I was like, when did that happen? Yeah, I heard it gets better. Well, that's good. I'm not crazy about it to start, no. but I'll probably stick with it because I it like it enough just to like keep whatever. watching it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically like a cop movie, but with supernatural stuff happening. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Angel almost. Reminds okay, me of yeah. Angel a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I uh, I watched another show on my dad's demand list. Oh, yeah. Your dad made a demand list. Do our listeners know about this? Yeah. So <laughs> I told my dad one time that Amy demanded that I watch Shit's <laughs> Creek. And he was like, I didn't know that you could do that. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? You didn't know that I could watch Shit's Creek? He's like, no, I didn't know that I could like demand that you watch things. And I was like, oh, well... Yeah, I guess that's a thing. And so he made me an Excel spreadsheet (laughs) with (laughs) all of these shows to watch across the different. He like organized it by Netflix, Prime Video, like where I could what what genre all the shows are. Wow. Um, Yeah, and so I is Cobra Kai on there or? I think he just put that on because I oh, said good. that I hadn't watched it. All right, good. If it's on your dad's demand list, then you have to watch it. <laughs> it's true, father. I do. Yeah. Um. So I watched this show called Young Wallander, and I really liked it. I hadn't ever heard of it. It's Never like it takes it. place in Sweden. And before you ask, yes, there is an adult Wallander that um, I guess that show took place, I think it was on in maybe the 80s or 90s okay. uh, with Kenneth Branagh as our title char- char- character, sheesh, Kurt Wallander. And so this is like his young adventures when he's like getting into being a detective. Oh. And I liked it because it was only six episodes was the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only one season so far. I think it was released last year. And it was def- it was like a cop mystery crime show. Um, where they kind of follow one case from beginning to end. And it was very fun and concise, and I enjoyed it. So points to my dad. Nice. Yeah. Maybe you should tell my dad to watch that, because he likes, like, old cop shows. I will. You will what? Watch Young Wallander. I said, maybe I should tell my dad not. Oh, I thought you said said, maybe. I will. (laughs) I thought you said, maybe you should tell my dad. And I was like, fuck it. All right. You don't know my dad. I don't. (laughs) but i'll tell him (laughs) cool i'll give you his number thanks yeah you don't know me (laughs) watch this show i demand it (laughs) i kind of want to see what happens if you do that (laughs) i don't think good happens the good things happen if you demand my father to do something. Be like, who is this bitch? I know, I've never <laughs> tried it, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> All right, let's this spin this crazy. wheel, baby. All right, I'm ready. I've got Just Watch Up. Oh I'm ready God. to go. Let's spin that wheel right, of terror. Hang on, I need to get the app open. Oh, I jumped the gun. <laughs> it's not 
Stop, I was too stop. excited. Shit. We love terror. Oh, that's really good, Carly. We'll get rid Thanks. of our old sound effect and use that one instead. Constantly. Okay, here we go. You ready? I'm so ready. Terrified. Yes. I haven't seen that one because of this show. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I was waiting. Oh. <laughs> till we did it because I know it's streaming on Shutter. So I know I've seen part of it and I'm not going to lie. I turned it off because I got kind of scared. <gasps> oh, that makes me for it. Oh, it'll get good. It, I I could watch it. I think at the time I just like couldn't handle it. You were like too much for me today. <laughs> too much. Too much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Gretel and Hansel. Ooh, it's a good week. It is a good week. It's a good week. Oh my gosh. That is exciting. I've okay. been wanting to see that. You have been for a while. A really long time. Did you see that one in theaters? You did, I right? I did see it in theaters. Uh, the yeah. soundtrack of this movie is freaking great. Oh, I'm excited. It. I I'm bought excited. it. I can't spell Gretel. Gretel and Hansel. It's okay. I'm the only other person reading it. It's true. Yeah. Uh, 2020. Oh, this is a last year release. Yeah. It came out early 2020. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, I was like the only one in the theater, so... <laughs> um okay so we have terrified from 2018 which is streaming on shutter and then gretel and hansel uh from last year which is up on prime video and hulu so watch those movies and then come back next week and listen to us talk about them there you go and Very also exciting. we're gonna be on horror business <gasps> yes yes we are we'll announce it again when that is released we're recording this weekend i think Yes, uh, supposedly. I'm excited. I'm Me excited. Too. I am so excited. It's been a while since we've been on another podcast. Yeah, no one and no one invites us on podcasts. No one likes anymore. us. We used to get invited all the time. We did. Uh, we did get, over it. We do. We did recently get invited on one. It was like for like, but it was like horror trivia, and that makes makes Carly Carly nervous. I get very anxious. <laughs> When we're talking about trivia, because I'm like, oh, I feel like I know a lot. But then in the trivia, I just forget everything. Like a question's yeah. asked and it could yeah. be like, what does JGL stand for? And I'll be like, I don't fucking know. What's just JGL? Gordon Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh <laughs> Stuff I should know. <laughs> Why was that the trivia question? <laughs> I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> oh, you're so weird. I love it. Oh, well, I want to go watch Synchronic. It's good. You should. Oh, God. And Is then it I can streaming? You, can I put it on our, our wheel? It's not streaming for free. No. You must pay money to watch it. No, it's worth it's worth the money, I bet. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you my... We can talk about it when you see it. I don't want to tell you Sounds too good. much. <laughs> Sounds like you a know? plan. I like I that idea. I don't say too many words. <laughs> don't use too many words, Carly. No. Keep those words... Word countdown. I will say, watch it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next week, when we discuss Terrified and Gretel and Hansel, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. 
Bye. Bye. I don't know how that went, but it didn't it, feel it, right. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs>